0: Well, now, here we go again. I had everything set up, and then I hit. I had
1: everything
0: set up. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm doing great tonight, guys. Yeah.
1: What's shaking? How
0: about You doing all right, yo? see if he gets a kick out of that one. <laughs> Oops, forgot my mic was open. Shh, don't tell Gunslinger I'm acting like a silly person. Shh. Uh, in the interim, maybe I better get the outro going, huh? What do you think? Good idea? Yeah, good idea. Uh Uh, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh Don't worry, folks. I know where everything is. I promise I know where everything is. I put it here. I know I did. It was it was here somewhere. I just, I just had it. You no, know, it's not under it's not under my it's not under my digital camera. That's no it's not there. Uh well, maybe uh, oh, here's here there's something there. And um um uh, hold on. Uh, oh wait a minute. You folks watching on the video side, you can't see nothing. Hold on a minute. Uh there. Okay. You heard a lot, but you didn't see a lot. Okay, here goes nothing. Shh. Be very, very quiet. I'm about to broadcast. Uh, Yeah, I suppose I should do this. And away we go. Well, almost. Almost. I forgot to do one thing. Shame on me! I am forgetful. Now let's do it again. Tank two, please. Where'd that guy come from? Oh, never mind. Let's try that again. Yo! Hold on, everybody. Goofed again. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, yes, it is time for Talking Points. Apparently the FBI is now doing something that, well, quite frankly, is not totally unexpected. It is, by all definition, asking for something of the American people that I never thought they would try and pull but they are actually asking the American people to report. And I cannot believe I'm, I'm saying this, but they're asking uh, citizens of this country to report extremism among family and friends. In other words, they want the American people to rat out their families, rat out their friends, if they think that they are exhibiting extremist notions. I have uh, a problem with that. That is, by definition, the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my life being asked of. So, let's see. If I decide I want to report a family member out of spite or a friend out of spite, they'd have to follow up on it. Not that I would do that, mind you, because I wouldn't. Quite frankly, I find this whole thing reprehensible. According to Newsmax, according to Newsmax, now listen to this very carefully. I'm not going to read the whole thing in this talking points, but I'm going to give you the opening paragraphs. The FBI over the weekend, released a call for Americans to report, quote-unquote, suspicious behaviors and, quote-unquote, signs of mobilization to violence in an effort to prevent homegrown violent extremism, quote-unquote. Now, the agency tweeted on Sunday, family members and peers are often positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence. Now, let me me just say that that may be, but what if family members and friends aren't homegrown violent extremists?
2: What if they're just
0: disgruntled Americans with a dislike for liberal stupidity? The fact that the election in 2020 for president was stolen by the Biden camp and the Democratic Party as a whole, and people expressed their opinions about it and expressed their feelings about it, some very passionately. Well, you know what? That's what that's what I'm concerned with. What if a person's looking at that and going, wow, that could be, homegrown violent extremism. And what if family members and friends say they witness signs of mobilization to violence where there is none. They just think there is. I don't know of any family that would turn in one of their own, especially if that person or persons in the family aren't doing anything violent or extremist. This is all the earmarks of a very dangerous call, and I'm sorry, but I could think of far better things for Americans to do than to turn into rat finks for the feds against their own family, against people that have no violent extremist behaviors whatsoever. This is the kind of stupidity that reeks, and I do mean reeks, of a socialist, communist dictatorship behavior. And where is it coming from? It's not just the FBI asking for this. It's coming from the left. And I'm as sure of that as I am of my own name. The bottom line is we cannot, as Americans, allow the feds to tell us in their own ridiculous way that we have to be snitches toward people that may not have anything to do with violence or extremism or both. I think it's a safe bet that I've known a lot of folks in my life that have never been violent. Vocal, yes, but never violent. I've known a lot of folks in my life who are not only vocal, but believe that there are better ways to handle a situation than go down in the gutter with acts of violence. Now, there are some who would say they can justify what they are calling for by saying, if men and women of good conscience do nothing, then evil flourishes. Well, that is true. But unfortunately, there is also the flip side of the coin. The flip side of the coin being, if you cannot trust your own family or your friends who exhibit no violent tendencies of any kind, who exhibit no form of extremist behavior of any kind, then would you be willing to turn them in because the government says you should? Well, I don't think that's good enough. This is where folks like myself, people like you and I, who believe in handling things in a proper way, end up getting put through a meat grinder. Enemies of freedom, enemies of peace, enemies of this republic will look at folks like me, especially if they're on the left, and say, oh, George Sinzer? I heard him say some pretty violent things on his podcast. Wow. Now there's a, a problem with that, you see. There's a big problem with that. And, and the problem is, I've only called for justice. I've called for the audits in all the key battleground states that are not doing it currently. I've called for an investigation, a proper investigation, an independent investigation, into the 2020 presidential election because I believe it was a stolen election. And I firmly believe that Joseph R. Biden and Kamala Harris are thieves. Thieves who stopped at nothing to get this election, to take the White House. Now, does that mean they're violent extremists? No, but they are, in a sense, extremists in their attitudes and behaviors. Should they be reported to the FBI? I would think so, if that's what the FBI truly wants. The Democrats used to say during Trump's time in office that no one is above the law, and that's true. No one is above the law. But to turn around and turn people into domestic terrorists because the FBI can't do its job, well, guess what? That's a problem. That's a huge fucking problem. Director Ray needs to get his head out of his backside and start realizing that there is a reason why the American people don't trust the FBI. Why the American people don't trust the government and can never trust the government? Because under the Democrats, the government has turned into something sinister. And I firmly believe, I can't prove this, but I firmly believe there are people who are not part of the administration, who are in the Democratic Party, who are behind the scenes kind of whispering in people's ears and saying, maybe you should try doing this and maybe you could do that or maybe you could do the other thing. The FBI needs to stop being stupid and start doing its job properly and correctly and turn to the administration and say, "Uh, Mr. Biden, uh, Ms. Harris, We know how to do our jobs, and we don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. If you violate the law, you will be brought to justice. Now, if they can't do that, then they have no business being in the FBI. They have no business being in federal law enforcement. I don't trust the FBI as far as I can throw it, and I don't trust Creepy Joe and Camel Toe. But this is the kind of stuff that the far left wants. They want you and I to turn on each other. Don't do it, America. Don't become puppets for the left. It's not worth it. The only thing you're going to do is put good men and women behind the eight ball that don't deserve it. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, before I go any further with this broadcast and before I bring uh, callers on to the, to the show, I need to stop the video side of the broadcast for just a moment I ask those who are watching on the video side to please refresh the video page you're watching okay because unfortunately and I did I usually check these things before I go on the air but I was in I was kinda rushing um there's a restreaming service that I use did not give me very very much time, and i didn't know that I would have to uh, well take one of the video services offline and then re put it re uh, reinitialize it in the system. It happens every once in a while, and i I'm usually pretty good at checking these things, but tonight just a little off my off my uh game so I ask everyone watching on video, please stand by for just a moment and refresh. Give me me about, I'd say, 15 seconds, roughly. Okay? Give me about 15 to 20 seconds, roughly. Video side going off for... 15 to 20 seconds, now. While I am, they're not going to hear this unless they they listen to the internet radio archives, but while I'm waiting to restart, which I'm about to do in 3, 2, 1, now. Uh... I was going to restart. Something's wrong. I have to restart the software. Uh, And this is how I end up having trouble posting the show on Rumble. All of, not last week, because I wasn't on last week, because thanks to Mother Nature, I didn't do a show last week at all. And because of that, I am not a happy camper, but the previous week, none of the broadcasts that I did on video could be uploaded, because they, the files were corrupted. You well, know, here goes nothing. I know I said 15 to 20 seconds, but doggone it, everything's just not going the way it's And I know, it's fucking Monday, gun. Before you can say it, I'm going to say it for you. It's fucking Monday. Get over it. Okay, and tomorrow's Tuesday has nothing to do with Monday. Wednesday is Wednesday. Thursday is Thursday. And blah 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 blah. All right, here goes nothing. Everybody always runs that tired old joke. It's Monday. Big deal. All right. I've got somebody watching on D Live, waiting for it. Waiting for it. Uh Uh-huh. We're back live on Twitch as well. Good. Now things are starting to look... Okay, now everything's back to the way it should be. Well, almost. (laughs) Yeah, Gunslinger, you're a wise guy. So... (laughs) Okay, speaking of Gunslinger, I've got him standing by on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. I'm going to unmute Gunslinger. I'll get to you in a second, Mike, because you guys keep stomping over each other. So I want to say hello to Gunslinger. Yo yo yo. Was yo 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 Yes, yo, yo. Joe fellow yo yo. How how how's 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 life in the hood?
3: It ain't too bad. Of course we got a rain shower, we got two and two point three inches in forty five minutes earlier this afternoon. He was raining cats and dogs. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of water. That's a wow. lot of water
0: to a short time. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Oh come on, <laughs> switchboard, open up his microphone. Hello, there he is, the crazy Hello. Cajun himself, Mike from Louisiana. How you doing, Mikey?
2: Hey, I'm good. I'm good. You know, You're
0: good, huh? Other
2: than the You're fact good. that we're dealing with, uh, he, uh, other, other than the fact that we got to deal with the cognitively impaired person in the White House. Oh,
0: they are not the only one down in this country. We all do <laughs> the, the cognitively impaired, yes, the cognitively impaired are of course creepy Joe and his ever present stupid person in the White House that looks over his shoulders, hi Iggy. My apologies, by the way, to everybody on the video side uh, for the technical difficulties we have experienced. But I do believe we have everything under control. Everything is working the way it should now. Uh, Unfortunately, tonight's broadcast I will not be able to upload because it's going to mean a lot of editing and everything else. At least not tonight. I'm I'm not going to fight with it. I'll do it in the morning. It'll be easier. I'll be better rested. And I won't be sitting here going <laughs> yeah,
1: it's
0: like certainly no no, no uh <laughs> and I've still got a pot of uh coffee sitting there in the kitchen waiting for me uh, so hopefully we'll get there, and I do believe Cherokee Rose is with us once again uh via the twitch viewing service I hope I think maybe I haven't looked yet I think I'll take a sneak peek and then we'll get right down to business Uh let me see here users in chat Hey only Iggy's there Well that's not fair well Mike was there Okay well
2: I am there
0: It didn't show you on the the list. Oh, there we go. Ah, yes, that's better. I had to wait for the list to refresh. So Cherokee Rose (laughs) is there along with Mikey.
3: Hey, what did I say? It was a little delayed, okay? Mm.
0: It happens.
2: I like conversating. I like, George, I like conversating with a lovely lady.
0: Hey, listen, so do I. Let me tell you something. One of these days, and by the way, I know what Iggy Mom looks like. I do. She's very lovely. She's a very lovely young lady. One of these days, and I think she knows what I, everybody knows what I look like, for crying out loud. Jeez. How can you not miss this grizzled, chiseled face? I mean, seriously. So, so at the very least. I know, George, too much fun day.
3: George, are you kin to the triasonic wrecks back in prehistoric times? I thought I'd seen it. The what? The wear, The where? You know, the big dinosaurs back here in the dinosaur era. Are you, are you kin to those? Uh, maybe? I thought I'd seen it. Was uh,
0: no, not that I'm aware of. Could have <laughs> me. Smart Alex. I swear I'm surrounded by smart Alex. It's a terrible thing, but that's okay. I can live with it, I think. <laughs> uh, excuse me on the video side for just one moment. The, uh, you know what they, You know that old joke about news anchors sitting at the desk? The, 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 the question, do news anchors actually wear pants when they sit behind the desk? Well, if there's nothing in front of them to block their knees, You'll know. Then they're wearing pants because they don't want people seeing their underwear. Thankfully, here on this <laughs> broadcast, I can hide. Uh, Excuse me. Ooh, mm. supper. I had macaroni and sauce <laughs> for dinner, and it's giving me a bit of gas. Well, what doesn't give me gas? Yeah. What am I talking about? So you're the reason ne- you're seeing the Firefox hold on that there Mikey. The reason you're seeing the Firefox news online cinematic logo is because if I stood up while in front of the camera, well, I'd be in I you'd be seeing my BVDs. I ain't letting you see my BVDs. Sorry folks. This is a PG show, not an X-rated show. So there. Bleh. And the only reason I got to get up is because when I was farting around in here today with, with, with my equipment, you know, just having a little fun, and I'll show you the equipment I was having fun with in a second here, those of you watching on the camera side, but I wanted to get my headphones uh okay, here we go now, I got this as part of a camera kit uh back years ago How, may, how many of you out there remember taking thirty five millimeter photography with actual thirty five millimeter film that you loaded into the back of the camera, all that good stuff. then either you had a dark room or you took it to the to to the to to the photo mat or whatever was out there at the time, pharmacy, what have you. And Took that in
3: school. Took that in school photography. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, I didn't. Yep. I just I, I just did. learned it the hard way. <laughs> of course, I didn't do anything. I didn't learn the 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 finer points of it. You know, the developing side. I knew how to yeah, take it. Whole- I could take. I had well, to you know, look, real quick, the
3: telephoto. Know, yeah. Well we did we did that in thirty five millimeter too, but the trick of that thing, you know, the thirty five mm the little cartridge in there that holds a film. Okay, we mm-hmm. the school had had its own had its own dark room, so we got the dark room experience a whole nine yards. But you had to go into a closet, okay? Completely dark and you had to take a can opener, the little metal can opener and you had to open mm-hmm. this little container film after it's been exposed. In total darkness, you're just feeling it by, by, by your fingers. Put it into an airtight, light tight container while in total darkness. Man, that took a little trick to do. Try it sometimes. No light whatsoever. It's totally dark in a closet. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> and we went through the developing process of the chemicals and all that shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah, I was. I remember yeah cuz Gunslinger I remember uh back when I was growing up in the 70s um the uh the Peakskill Evening Star when it was his own newspaper uh the 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 photographers that worked there I got to I got to know them um, cuz the place was only like two like two blocks or so from where I lived so I got to know them and um I remember one day uh, Mr. Murphy, the editor of the star, uh, saw me talking to the photographer and he says, yeah, George, maybe you ought to go in, maybe you guys can continue the conversation, but he's got to develop some film. Do you mind if George, uh, hangs out with him in the dark room? And the, I, I looked at Mr. Uh, Mr. Murphy with, with wide eyed shocked look, uh, because you know, I, I knew the dark room had chemi- had some very uh, heavy-duty chemicals and shit like that, and I didn't want to get underfoot. And you know, with the guy working, I was just uh, you know talking to him briefly while you know, because he was waiting for the dark room. Another photographer was already in there. Well, anyway, long story short, by the time I have said that's too late. Uh, he opens the door to the dark room and he shows me all the the, the chemicals and the equipment and everything in, in this dark room And I took one look at it and my jaw dropped. He said, "It doesn't take that long to develop pictures, but it is a process." He says, you "He says, you know, you, try learning it some. You know, take a class on it. You'd be amazed." Wow. I said, "No thanks. Uh, I like taking pictures. I just don't want to get into the messy side of it. You know." He goes, come on, George, a real photographer takes pride in their work, not just in taking the picture, but developing it themselves. Do you want some drugstore or photomat to do it for you? And I said, well, yes. He goes, I understand. He he laughed and he said, don't worry, George. I'm only kidding with you. But as far as the learning how to develop them yourself, Definitely learn that stuff. You'll be you'll be very happy to with it because would, would then you really really are a photographer from the from the the lighting to the to the backgrounds the whole every for every single dynamic of it, including and not limited to the development of the of the pictures. So anyway, I I bought this camera as part of a camera outfit. It is an Olympus. It's an Olympus Camedia C550, a C5050. Sorry, uh, zoom camera. It's a digital camera, and if you look at it, for those of you watching on the on the video side, it looks just like a normal 35 millimeter camera, right? The difference with this is, when you look at the back, there's a little pop-out screen. and that screen can be adjusted and angled. Uh, it's got a nice zoom lens. It, it does a nice zoom in on it. it, it it's, o- it's only a 5 megapixel. It's like a 20-year-old camera. But it has the same basic feel of a 35-millimeter camera, so weight and all. Now, the, the beauty of this is it not only takes really nice pictures, but it does video, too. So yeah, while I have my cell phone with, it, with, it, with its nice camera and everything else, I like the feel of an actual camera. Actually having a camera around my neck. And I couldn't get this thing to work initially. Why not? I found out why. I kept putting the batteries in wrong. <laughs> Not exactly, not exactly the, the sharpest knife in the drawer on that one, huh, folks? <laughs> well, you know. But I've been—I was—I was messing around with this today, and uh, I'll tell you what—I'll tell you what. I'm well. I'm going to show you guys and gals out there uh, watching here one of the pictures. Uh, That I took, (coughs) that is, if if I can get, there we go, let's see now, pictures, pictures, Uh, Olympus Picks. Now, this is a picture, the picture you're about to see. This is right outside the building where I live. And this was taken actually yesterday. It was approximately 7 o'clock at night. And look at the look at that. It, uh, that picture looks really nice. And uh, what's really nice is the fact that it took this really nice picture. It has a built-in flash, but you can you can put a flash unit on it if you need to. Personally, I prefer the built-in flash. It does just as good. Um, but yeah, this is this is just one of the pictures I took uh, with this camera. I'll show you one more, and then I'm gonna mo- then I gotta move on because time's gonna start slipping away if I don't. Okay. I like this is the entryway to where I live. And that middle door right there—that's me. Uh, I love that. You see that? Tree, you see where the mountain bike is sitting? That's my mountain bike chained to the to the hand to the railing. That tree right outside the building on that where that mountain bike is. Okay, it literally hides my my apartment. From prying eyes, <laughs> I was like, "Cool!" In the winter, in the summertime, I don't have to worry about people looking in my windows. Well, to test that theory, I decided to uh, put on my old uh, put. I, I I found my old American flag bathing suit. Can't wear it anymore because well, I split the damn thing in the crotch and. That's only because I got too fat for it. But I put it on just enough to cover me, and I stepped up to the. I stood by the window for about two or three minutes, looking out. I had a T-shirt on, I wore them like shorts. And I'm looking out there. I'm looking out there, and I'm waving it. I see people walking by, and I wave at them. You know what I got for my trouble? Nothing. Nobody noticed. Living on the second floor is, is, is definitely cool. And, yes, I agree with uh, Iggy Mom and, and with Mike. You know, I miss real, fo- real photos. And the old Polaroids, I had a Polaroid, Sun 600, years ago. And recently, too, if, they still make anything. the film for them. They're, they brought back the photo ones and the the six hundreds and uh, they, they make the film form and everything. They're a very expensive camera, not like they were back in the day. However, but yeah, that's the that's the thirty five millimeter Olympus camera I got. Digital. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um. <laughs> uh, not tomorrow or Wednesday, but Thursday and Friday. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in, go around, and you know just take some general snapshots. You know, and uh, basically, you know, get the feel of the camera. Um, I'm still learning its basic operations. <clears throat> Hey, who knows? I might actually catch something on film that I could that I could submit to um, the local newspaper and get paid for it. And yes, Cherokee Rose, in regards to to that to those trees, total privacy ain't the word for it. And trust me, privacy is definitely. Yeah, I can live with it. All right, people, it's time to can, to get this show rocking here. Uh, the way it should be, the way it ought to be, the way we try to do here. Um, What did I do? Oh, I forgot to put that up there. Yeah. There. I forgot to put the calling line number up. Mm. All right. Now, in my talking points, I brought up about the... um, The fact that the FBI is looking for the American people to become snitches, of all things. And according to Newsmax, that's what they're doing. They're asking citizens to report extremism among family and friends. So, as it says in in the Newsmax article... The FBI, over the weekend, released a call for Americans to report quote-unquote suspicious behaviors and quote-unquote signs of mobilization to violence in an effort to prevent quote-unquote homegrown violent extremism. Now, the agency tweeted on Sunday, family members and peers are often best positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence. Help prevent homegrown violent extremism, and they... Yeah, the website. Mike, I hear a lot of background stuff going on. No. Uh, okay. Included in the tweet is a link to an FBI document detailing homegrown violent extremist mobilization indicators, which are observable behaviors that could help determine whether individuals or groups are preparing to engage in violent extremist activities, such as conducting an attack or traveling overseas to join a foreign terrorist organization. <laughs> okay. The document notes that the FBI, the National Counterterrorism Center, and the Department of Homeland Security emphasize that many of the indicators described herein may involve constitutionally protected activities and might be insignificant on their own. However, however, when observed in combination with other suspicious behaviors, these indicators may raise suspicion in a reasonable person and constitute a basis for reporting. Uh, law enforcement action should not be taken solely basis on the exercise of constitutionally protected rights or on an apparent or on the apparent or actual race, ethnicity, national origin, or religion of the subject or on any combination of these factors. Individuals are encouraged to contact law enforcement if, based on these indicators and the situational context, they suspect an individual is mobilizing to violence. Now, FBI Director Christopher Wray previously told lawmakers last March that the problem of domestic terrorism has been been metastasizing across the country for a long time now, and it's not going away anytime soon. At the FBI, we've been sounding the alarm on it for a number of years now. He said last September, before before testimony before legislators on the House Homeland Security, Homeland Security Committee, that within the domestic terrorism bucket, there's a Domestic terrorism bucket. Okay, the category as a whole, racially motivated violent extremism is, I think, the biggest bucket within the larger group. There's not there there's a, there there must be a bucket, okay. hmm. And within the uh, oh, I just read that part. People subscribing to some kind of white supremacist-type ideology is certainly the biggest chunk of that. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Uh, Ray said, Lately, I've been having about 1,000 domestic terrorism cases each year. It is higher this year. I know we've had about 120 arrests for domestic terrorism this year. Okay. Before I go to my phone lines. I'll go back here. Okay. Uh Hmm. So in in that tweet the FBI details homegrown violent extremist mobilization indicators. Observable behaviors that could determine whether individuals or groups are preparing to engage in violent extremist activities. Such as, and this is what made me laugh, by the way, folks, conducting an attack or traveling overseas to join a foreign terrorist organization, like people are going to get up out of their fucking houses one day and just en masse, go to the fucking airport and go, I am going to join Al-Qaeda, I am going to join Hezbollah, I am going to join the Taliban, I am going to join ISIS, Ah, peanut butter sandwiches, right. Okay, so you so you you, you, you you believe now, Director Ray? I know you don't watch me, but you really should, because I think I can help you with this. I really do. Yes, there are people like that, but you're asking the American people to go out and and do the job law enforcement's supposed to do. It's your job, motherfucker. Get off your fucking ass. And by the way, not every American is a terrorist, you twit. Jeez, my God, man, are you stupid. Shit, Gunslinger, Mike, myself, my uh, my friend Mike Peters, we could do a better job on any given day than you're doing. Hell, Iggy Mom... Cherokee Rose, my next-door neighbor's dog. So you want people to rat out their family and their friends? What if some Sunday afternoon, a person is watching, of course now it's summertime, watching a baseball game, and all of a sudden they start getting rowdy, and they start shaking their fists in the air, and they're screaming uh, and you have, and someone happens to pass by their fucking house, they see this going on, they, they happen to look at the window, they see this going on, they don't know what it's all about, and they call up some, they call in an anonymous report to the FBI. Those people's lives just got turned the fuck upside down because of your stupidity? This is a Biden idea, if ever I heard one. Gunslinger, I want to start with you on this. What do you think? And please, don't hold back, guys. I'm serious. This one's a doozy. Well,
3: you know, like I said, uh, you know, (laughs) these people, like you said, we pay these people uh, to do all this. But yet they want to turn everybody into snitches. And that's exactly what they're doing. Spying your neighbor. Ooh, what's your neighbor? We already got enough busybody dumb fucks out there as it is. You know, trying to make you life live in hell, you know. And then, you know, of course, now one department of the FBI I do support, female body inspector. Yes, I do support that. Um, but, you know. Uh, when these people can go out there and just like you said in your talking points, it's a very dangerous trend. Uh, somebody gets pissed off of you. Oh, I'm just gonna call you and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh, you know your 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 neighbor's dog shits in your fucking yards. Oh, I'm gonna call the FBI. I'm gonna really fuck that motherfucker up. That's a very dangerous trend. Remember that little thing that they used to do? I don't know if they still do it or not, but you remember that little game they called squatting, like squatting a fly. Well, you got some of these dumb fucks that would call in the police department and say, well, uh, there's my neighbor up there. He's getting murdered and all this, blah, blah, blah. Man, they said the fucking SWAT team down. Crash in your fucking door, crash in your garage, shoot your fucking dog. I mean, over nothing. Just as a prank. Boy, that's what it boils down to. was a prank. Okay. Well, he got a couple people killed, <laughs> by the way. You know, <clears throat> homeowner. All of a sudden, somebody tries to come come crashing through the door. He fires through the fucking door. Fucking cops. Well, sorry, <laughs> you shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's how dangerous this is. And even anybody, just like you said, well, go, George. I mean, anybody. Oh, look at me. What? Why do I go by the gunslinger? Why? Because I carry a gun. I, I carry it legally. I'm not a criminal. Never was. I'm a legal, law abiding citizen gun gunner, so that was that was uh, great, gunslinger. Okay, uh, but I'm not no terrorist. But see that right there could could get me a target, you know, just for having a name like that. It's the most stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Well, that's the thing, and this is what this is what I've been what I'm getting at here. Uh, this this whole thing could. It could cause more trouble for an innocent person than they, than, than they deserve, you know? I mean, when I gave that example about, you know, guys getting together on a Sunday afternoon watching a baseball game or they're watching a football game or whatever sporting event they're watching, and they're sitting there and they're cheering and they're shaking their fists in the air like this. Somebody walking past their the house, if they could see in the, if they look, happen to look at the house and they see in the window that somebody's uh, a group of guys are shaking their fists in the air. They could they could take that the wrong way. Describe it with the indicators that the FBI is talking about, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose on those poor those poor souls. This is a recipe for disaster, Mike.
3: Before I get
2: into my main thing, and we now say that the FBI has a bucket list?
0: Oh. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would have mentioned that one. I'm going to touch on that bucket thing after you're done.
2: God. What will they think of next, George? I mean, God. I mean, I don't – I didn't
1: – I
2: I've never thought truly that Ray was a real heavyweight, you know, in terms of doing things and getting things done and doing the right thing, you know, in terms of, you know, I I figured, you know, yeah, the thing a thing that I thought would happen with him when Trump originally appointed him would be and he would clean out the crap that was in the FBI and re and redo it and get rid of everybody and all that shit but never happened and and that 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 is that. But again, this is people are gonna become terrorists just by saying, Oh, you you like uh you're you're a Christian or or or, or you know, or um, you carry a gun, or you, you're an ex-military person who might, who might know how, who was in a bomb disposal unit, who might know how to make bombs, you know. Which, I mean, truly and really, you don't need to do, you don't need to be specifically that to. Make a bomb. You can go on the internet and find out how to make a bomb. I mean, it is what it is, and and those are terroristic weapons and those are terroristic things. And you could, I could, Gunson could, our two lovely ladies on Twitch could, you know, you know. I mean, and they would, and they and 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 I would I would wait to say I know I know Iggy I've seen Iggy okay. You know. On, 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 I seen a picture of Biggie. And she's 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 your your basic All American grandma, right? You know? And you're gonna tell me that you're gonna And she don't look call, like a
0: grandmother either. She looks too young for that.
2: Right. But she's your All American grandma and you're gonna call you're gonna somehow call try to call her a terrorist. You're gonna call Cherokee Rose a terrorist. You're gonna call it me or Gunn or George or uh, Buddy Noway, who we haven't heard from in a while, or or X Y Z Rob Suzette terrorist. You know, I mean, where does it stop? Back to you, George.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Where does it end? Where does where does the insanity stop? How how far is, is the FBI willing to go with this? And, and again, I, I I think this is also politically motivated. I truly believe this is politically motivated. Now, uh, you you brought up the bucket list, and I want to get to that part of the of the article here. Hold on a second. Let me get down here and find it. Ah, bucket list. Bucket list. Bucket list. Bucket list. There we go. Of course, my. Uh, scroll wheel is is not letting me scroll proper here we go it's in the last couple of paragraphs Uh, now Director Ray said last September uh, in testimony before the legislators on the House Homeland Security Committee that quote within the domestic terrorism bucket that's why when I was reading this I went there's a bucket okay Uh, the category as a whole racially motivated violent extremism is I think this is Director Ray saying this the biggest bucket within the larger group oh boy gotta play that race card don't you boy hmm so, within the racially motivated, violent extremist bucket, and there's a bucket for that too jeez, how many buckets do you need? How many buckets do you have? Uh, people People subscribing to some kind of and this this caught me with a bit of ang- with a bit of anger in my, in, in, in my eyes. White supremacist-type ideology is certainly the biggest chunk of that. Okay. Well, how many here have a bucket list? I have a bucket list. Not a very big one, but I have a bucket list. Yes, I have a bucket list. See, that bucket list consists of the following things first on my bu- first thing on my bucket list is i'm going to i'm going to by, by one day i'm going to t- i'm going to tackle my fear of flying i'm going to face my fear of flying head on secondly second thing on my bucket list is to endeavor to do something I never, I never thought I would want to do in my life, but I'm going to do it. I am actually going to track down my former spouse, my ex-wife, look her straight in the eye and say, bite me. And one other item on my bucket list that I think that I think is a really a, uh, I think is an obtainable goal is I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna do the impossible and I am going to find a comedy club. Put on a nice suit and tie, go out on stage and, and go Fuck you folks oh, that's not how it goes, you know, and have a little fun. Not John Valby kind of fun, necessarily, but uh, I could probably pull that off, maybe. No, that's not an actual thing on my bucket list. I'm I'm just kidding with that. Um, But, you know, I have a bucket list. But this bucket list of, of items especially the white supremacist-type ideology shit. Why does the federal government feel it necessary to keep throwing that in our faces? What the fuck is wrong with their brain matter? Okay? You want to know something? That's not a bucket list. That's not a bucket item. That's a liberal Democrat race-baiting bullshit item. Dems equal racists, Mike said over on Twitch. Couldn't agree more. Even Cherokee Rose said, true, Mike. And uh, let's see here. Cherokee Rose said a little bit before that, anyone who disagrees with Dems equals extremists. Exactly. If, you're, if you don't agree with the Democrat way of doing things, if you don't agree with Joseph R. Biden, better known as Creepy Joe, and Kamala Harris, better known as Camel Toe the Hoe, you're an extremist. Hey, I'm a. Do- you want to know something? I'm going to say something on this show. I'm going to say it. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'm an, I'm a domestic terrorist. You know how? Here's how I'm a domestic terrorist. Every time I eat hot dogs with sauerkraut, chili with beans, and broccoli, I become a violent extremist when I fart. One good blast Call and out it's the all head. over.
3: Call out the What's hazmat that? team, please.
0: <laughs> 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 Call out the hazmat team, my ass. Yeah, right. It's coming out of, it comes out of there. So what's the difference? But you see, I'm laughing at the FBI for this. We And I think, I think if everyone in America tells the FBI to go shit in their hat, do your job, they might get the message. I mean, seriously, this is bullshit. It's outright bullshit. All right. Moving right along.
2: Uh, One other thing, uh, George, about this. He needs to take all that stuff, all that bullshit that he spewed in at and put it in one of those buckets.
0: And flush it down the drain.
2: That's
3: right.
0: Because then I can truly say, and the way way goes goes troubles troubles down down the drain. drain. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay. Even the Washington Post, according to Newsmax debunks White House claim that the GOP defunded police. Oh, that's unusual. Of course, the White House claims Republicans voted to defund the police was fact-checked by the Washington Post. Fact-checker Salvador Rizzo, who who rebuked it as a slipshod claim and awarded it three Pinocchios. The American Rescue Plan devoted $350 billion to state and local aid, a pot of money that was designed for a variety of budget-plugging purposes, Rizzo wrote. Among those is keeping police, teachers, and emergency medical technicians at work. But going strictly by the bill text, lawmakers had no guarantee that police would get a slice of the pie. Hmm. What's more, voting against a one-time infusion of cash is not the same as voting to cut funding. So there's little basis to claim that Republicans are trying to defund the police. The post-fact check referenced comments made by Joe Biden's senior advisor, Cedric Richmond, and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Republicans are very good at staying on talking points of who says defund the police, but the truth is, they defunded the police, Richmond claimed. Also, Saki brought up the same $1.9 trillion American rescue plan at a June 23rd daily press briefing, June 23rd referenced by the Post, fact check, but left out of the discussion was her more direct remarks at a future press briefing claiming the American rescue plan sold as coronavirus relief but according to Saki after the fact could help ensure local cops were kept on the beat in communities across the country as you know it didn't receive a single republican vote she added That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat. Rizzo did point out that, point out the diverting of unspent coronavirus relief for state and local governments was first mentioned by Biden's, by Biden months after the bill was passed. Biden announced on June 23rd that he was urging cities Experiencing an increase in crime to tap funds in his coronavirus relief bill to hire police officers needed for community policing and to pay their pay their overtime, Brizzo wrote. But that was not included in the text of the legislation itself. So lawmakers had no guarantee before voting on the bill that some of those of these funds, would go to police departments. Of the $1.9 trillion total, in the American Rescue Plan, $350 billion was designated for states, territories, and tribal governments to mitigate the fiscal effects stemming from from the COVID-19 public health emergency. Rizzo did dig to find an instance, one never referenced by the Biden White House, in their claims, he admits... To suggest Republicans had at one point voted to cut police funding, which he used to declare that's the only thing keeping this talking point from being a for Pinocchio claim. Okay, first of all, the Republicans did not call for defunding the police. They never did. They did not call for it. They did not seek it. They did not want it. But the Democrats certainly did. Um, Most notably, the um, squad, AOC, asshole on crack. She wanted defunding the police. So did Ilhan Omar. And I do believe, if memory serves, so did Rashida Tlaib.
3: And they're Democrats.
0: But not the Republicans. They did not want the police defunded. They wanted the police on the job. They wanted them funded. They wanted them to, you know, they wanted them there. So, this whole business of the GOP Claim the the claim by the Democrats that the GOP defunded police is nothing more than a liberal talking point that has no basis in fact whatsoever. All right, Mike, you were the last one to comment, so you're up first.
2: Well, first off, George, I think I would like that. All right, you you got asshole, you got. America's original cunt. All right, you've got Ayanna Pressley, you've got Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. The squad, right? They've been hollering for defunding the police. So has uh Maxi Pad Waters. So has I could go down the list. I mean, look, even even the most unreliable of Republicans, the ones we think are are well, maybe not deep state, but are should be Democrats anyway, or classic Democrats anyway, and uh, and Murkowski and and Collins, they're not that dumb as to say defund the police. It's a lie. They're lying, of course, of course. You know what? 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 What do we expect from Democrats, right? That's all they do is lie. I mean, yeah, you may say the Republicans lie too, but they don't the Democrats are world champion liars. They are Guinness World Book uh record liars, you know? And that's a that's a that's a blast from the past. I enjoy the Guinness World Book of Records, but that's that's neither here nor there. Uh they're, they are Guinness World Book uh, uh, of Records lives, you know. I mean, I mean, how are going to believe that somebody like I don't know, uh, my uh, McCarthy, who who I'm not a fan of. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of McCarthy, or you know, or 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 the turtle over there in the Senate, or X Y Z. Take a number. Of Republicans, either in the House or the Senate, right? Uh, who who is who? Who's going to believe they they're for defending the police? Back to you, George.
0: Yeah, it's it's one thing to uh, to sit there and say. Uh, <clears throat> You know, the police are, you know, have some bad apples in it, which they do. There are some bad apples in police departments, no doubt about that. And they need to be dealt with properly. But to defund the police, to attack, to verbally attack the police in general, okay, that's completely sick when you defund an entire police department okay you are taking it out on the the good men and women of law enforcement that actually do the job the right way that do their job and do it to the best of their ability in the most difficult of situations okay Antifa and Black Lives Matter have made it next to impossible for law enforcement to do its job effectively. And I'm sorry. But Republicans never called for defunding the police. The Democrats did. And the mainstream media continues to say the narrative lie and it's sickening, gunslinger.
3: Well, you know, this goes only goes show you what fucking true hypocrites these these dumb fucks are. They are out there saying defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. Okay, it's getting kind of like a, it's kind of getting like sounding like a broken record by now. But here's the but, everything's got a but. When something happens to them. Home invasion. Somebody's threatening to beat the shit out of them. Probably rightfully so. Who do they call? The guys with the guns. That's called police. Now it doesn't make any sense. You're wanting to defund the police, but yet when you get into a sticky situation, who's the first? Who's the one, Who's the first you call? The police. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. In fact, that reminds me of a video I seen. Uh, that been a while, ago, a couple of years ago. It was in this parking lot. This uh, this uh, lady and her baby daughter, or whatever. Uh, the lady was a good anti-gun, anti-police, all this shit. Fucking liberal piece of shit. Okay. Well, her baby starts choking on on something, and there happened to be a fucking cop to them you know, cruising by in their, in their squad car. Who does she run to? The cops. The cops saves the baby's life. Okay? Now, if those guys are defunded, then that baby would have fucking choked to death. Okay? pretty no doubt about it. You know, police are <laughs> trained in, in medical, just like everything else. So there you go. I mean, they're fucking hypocrites. Okay? You know... I mean, even even AOC and all these other dumb fucks, they have bodyguards. Don't they have guns? Uh, Yeah. So they're basically calling the people with guns on. So you see how hypocritical that is? (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Yeah. And it's funny. The GOP is being accused of defunding the police. But yet... The Capitol Police are expanding, yes, they're they're branching out. The Capitol Police are going to be opening 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 the satellite offices in Florida and one other location. I can't remember where offhand but they're going to open two satellite locations outside the Beltway. Outside the Beltway. Where are they getting the funding for that? Taxpayers. That's where. They're not being defunded. And why are they opening it? Why would the Capitol Police need to have a place in Florida? That's not Washington, D.C. That's not the Capitol. That's not the Beltway. No. In fact, hang on a second here. Let's see if I can track down this. If I can track it down. Oh. They're going to open field offices. The Capitol Police are opening field offices in both Florida and California. Why? What is the purpose of that?
3: You know, George, I mean, you ought to call you ought to call Captain tomorrow and ask him. Why? Who? Well I mean the Capitol is not in Florida. It's not in California, it's in Washington. What the fuck do you need them? why well, you need a in airport? I, I I'd call him and find You know. does not make any sense.
0: That's not a bad idea. Call up the Capitol Police and find out why they're opening f- field offices in Florida and California when they're when Florida and in California are not the belt not Washington D.C. not part of their, their jurisdiction.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: mm. Doesn't you know, make sense, frankly,
2: George. i from uh, Governor DeSantis, I'd be pissed. You know, why are you opening your offices down here? You don't have jurisdiction. You're not. We don't have to listen to you. We're not going to have to listen to you, cause we don't have juris. You don't have jurisdiction down here. I I'd be pitting out granted The California people, what's his name, uh, Newsom or whoever the governor's going to be, whoever it is, uh, probably wouldn't be pissed. But that's that's another mess because he's a Democrat and stuff like that. But
1: DeSantis,
2: I mean, why are you doing this? Why are you opening up these offices in these states? I mean, I mean, I, I, get, why they, I get why they might want to open up something like that in Florida because, oh, Florida's a Republican state and Trump lives there and, you know, and Capitol no, Police no, don't like
3: Mike, no, that don't have nothing to do with it. Look at look at Texas here, for example. Austin, Texas, is the capital of Texas. Okay, you don't see capital police from Washington down there. You know who you see? DPS, the public safety, state troopers. Okay, so I'm sure it's down there in Florida. They're not capital police there. They're state troopers. Out in California or any other. Besides Washington, given you know every state has their their capital and everything, wherever the capital is of uh, Louisiana, what, New Orleans, I guess. Well, you don't know, see capital police down there. You see state troopers. Okay, I know I've been to the capital down here in Austin. Okay, you don't see capital police. They don't say capital police on their stuff on their shoulders. It says DPS, Department of Public Safety. So yeah, you know, it's unnecessary
0: well Cherokee Rose watching on Twitch raised an interesting uh, point Trump lives in Florida Florida is really free with Governor DeSantis DeSantis in charge who knows now according to information that I have here I don't I don't trust the the source of the information necessarily, but um, according to Yahoo News, oh come on! I just opened that shit, and you're gonna you're gonna take the page away from me. Excuse the piss out of me, but uh, I was reading that. According to Yahoo News, they got this from the Washington Examiner. Capitol Police expansion to California and Florida prompt fears of government overreach. Mm. Ding, ding. Now listen to this, everybody. The U.S. Capitol Police forces plan to open field offices in California and Florida, like I just mentioned a moment ago, in the wake of, get the reasoning for it, the January 6th riot as critic has critics' warning of government overreach nightmare scenario. Acting Capitol Police Chief Ilganata Pittman announced Tuesday, this is last Tuesday, uh, uh, by the way, that the department would open field offices in San Francisco and Tampa. The offices, Pittman said, will investigate threats to members of Congress, and more regional offices will be announced in the future. Hmm. A Capitol spokesperson, a capital. try again, George. A Capitol Police spokesperson said the locations were picked because the two coastal states are where most threats originate, and the offices plan to work closely with area federal prosecutors. In May, the department said there had been a 107% increase in threats against members compared to 2020. But plans to expand the department to a national level prompted fears of overreach. Any Capitol Police officer who steps foot in another state to set up a field office should be escorted immediately to the airport under threat of arrest, and the National Guard should be the ones escorting, tweeted conservative radio host Jesse Kelly. The Capitol Police are opening up offices in the states and will become an intelligence-gathering agency like the FBI and NSA. This is a nightmare scenario. One that civil libertarians of all stripes should oppose, said libertarian columnist Robbie Soev. For House Republicans, the increase in security was ironic given the, the, given the Democratic-backed Defund the Police movement. House, House Democrats passed a bill on partisan lines that spends $3.5 million on capital security per member of Congress. Republican Representative Indiana Jim Banks told the Washington Examiner in a statement, when it comes to their own safety, House Democrats know that more police funding works. I wish Democrats started acting like regular Americans. Lives Matter as much as members of congress for now it's defund the police for 3 defund the police for thee but not for me now in may the house passed a 1.9 billion dollar capital police budget but only by one vote members of the far left squad in the democrat in the democratic party said they took issue with a bill that prioritizes more money for a broken system that has long upheld and protected the white supremacist violence we saw on January 6. The Senate has not yet taken action on the Capitol Police Security Supplemental Bill, but could include a boost in funding in other appropriations. Other steps the Capitol has taken in the wake of the riot, including beefing up equipment and training and wellness services, two new support dogs named Leela and Philip will join the force to spread the message of wellness by helping engage the wellness team with our employees, officials said. Beefing up some Capitol Police activities comes as the last fencing erected around the Capitol is set to come down as soon as Friday. You heard right, folks. I got a picture to show you for that. Meanwhile, officers on the Capitol Police Force face low morale with more than 75 officers reported reportedly leaving since January. Let me show you this... Uh, image here for since the january 6 antifa slash blm planned riot we saw the fencing around the capitol building with national guard soldiers m- walking the perimeter well, the national guard is gone and the fencing is coming down And as you can see in this, those of you watching on the video side, they are they're taking it down and the fencing will be gone. Now, Cherokee Rose said, you know, agrees that it's government overreach, what they're doing. Turkey Rose went on to say this is a way to push their B.S. domestic extremist narrative opening these offices. And you know something? I think she's right. I think she's right on that. So now we have, thankfully, the fencing coming down, but this story kind of goes in line with, with the FBI push to have people reporting family members and friends. Why why does the why should the Capitol Police have satellite have field offices all over the country? Again, it comes back right back to that basic question. As far as I'm concerned, there's no need for it. They say it's to, to investigate threats against uh, members of Congress. I think it's to do something different. And what about the, the shooting of Ashley Babbitt? The cop that shot her, his name has not been released yet that I know of. And nothing's being done about that. At all. Hmm a lot of very good questions are being raised here. Gunslinger, I want to start with you on this.
3: Well, one reason that um there has been nothing done to that Jack booted tug for shooting that lady is <clears throat> she's white. Okay, she's white.
1: If you go so to the charter. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, so if they were black, or at least one of them was black, oh, my God, it would be George Floyd all over again. Same book, Chapter 2. Okay? That's why I would be racially motivated, okay? Because this is this is how they get off. This is what gets their cookies, as the other saying goes. Okay? If it's just whites, okay, all right, no big deal. Okay? But... They don't need all of these, you know, satellite offices, okay? The FBI has a fucking damn office in every fucking major city in the entire country. Not just in the state, the entire country. Dallas has one. Fort Worth has one. Austin, Houston, San Antonio, El Paso. Damn near every big city in a state has an FBI office. That's their job. Okay? Capitol police are just to sit there to protect the capital. That's it. That's all they're that's all they're good for. Okay? Just like military police. They're there to protect that base and they have no jurisdiction outside that fucking outside that base. Okay. Now they may go into bars and arrest, you know, Rowdy service people, yeah, okay, sure, but that's this extent of their, their their jurisdiction, Okay, and you go on youtube and you you can prove it all day long because there are people that have gone up to military bases and taken pictures, video, just just the video, and these you know uh chef, oh no, chef, military police come out in, in, in droves threatening to arrest the person and all that shit. And the guy laughs at him. Says, "People, you you don't you have jurisdiction on that base. You ain't got jurisdiction out here in the public. Sorry. Okay, it don't work that way. So it's the same fucking thing. I mean, why do you need all these people? You don't. <laughs> it's just a waste of taxpayers' time. It increases the police state. I know you don't like the word, but Alex Young did a bunch of documentaries on it, the the police state videos." You don't need a big police state. This is what he was trying to do is to expose the growing police state. And this is the part of it. Even though they're trying to defund the police, but they're seeing like they're doing it the opposite, you know, wanting to, wanting to put this more. and Well, hell, let's just have a capital police office in every goddamn city then. We don't need it. The FBI has their job. That's their job to invest terrorists and all this shit. Capital police is to invest.
0: Threats against Congress or whatever. Go ahead. And, that, and again, gunslinger. That's that. Oops, a little too far. Down yeah, there we go. That's the whole thing. They don't need these field offices to investigate like that. That's what the FBI is for. Okay, and they can always the FBI, they can uh, go to the state police, they can go to the county sheriffs and local, law, local uh, law enforcement officers and tap those resources to help with an investigation. There's no reason to open a Capitol Police field office, Okay. As far as jurisdiction goes, um, one thing that most people don't remember or want to remember in regards to military police is the only time they have civilian authorization is in wartime. Case in point, what, ha- what happened after Pearl Harbor, case in point, what happened after 9-11. Mike? Well,
2: I mean, look, this is part this is to what they do, right, George? I mean, think about it.
0: What can you,
2: what can you say about this stuff?
0: I'm having a That's, hard time hearing you, Mike. Yeah,
2: Valerie. Go on a minute. Go on a minute. I'm going to go here. Oh,
0: no. Nope.
2: Okay. Can, can you hear me, George?
0: No, I can hear you better. Yes, That's much better. Okay. So,
2: so this is just part and parcel to what what they tend to do: the lying, the cheating, the stealing, etc., etc., etc. With all due respect to former late the late Eddie Guerrero. All right.
0: The Dutch, the you know, I was just thinking the same the, about the same person. Yep. I was just thinking about and, about about him.
2: Yep. And think about it. I mean, these, these people are brazen about it. They don't. They. There was a time when they did all the same thing, but they try to hide it. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, they don't care that they. They're about to get caught for cheating in the election. They don't give a damn. They'll do it again. You know? And and that's the thing. These guys don't care. They do not care. and And they don't care that a lot of the stuff that they say makes them look like idiots. They don't care. So, I mean, God, what, what can I say? Back
1: to you, George.
0: Look, I'll, I'll put it as simply as I can. Okay, the Capitol Police are for the, are for the Capitol itself in Washington, D.C. That's as plain as it gets. For them to open field offices in California and in Florida and ultimately in other states down the road, that's that's a political move. It sounds way too much like a political move to me. Okay, and and why Florida? Why Tampa, Florida? Where's Mar-a-Lago? Does anyone know?
3: Yeah. Florida,
0: Florida. Starting to do you see? Where, do you see why I say that? Even Cherokee Rose ma- made mention of it. in a a way, because Trump is in Florida. He moved out of New York and and is living in Florida now. So I have a feeling that this field office in Florida will be investigating, well, they may investigate threats to Congress members, but I got a sinking feeling they're going to be investigating Trump. You mark my words. I got a feeling that'll 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 come out in the wash. And believe me, it stinks worse than uh, three-day-old gym socks. It really does. Now there was a there's a story that came out recently. It came out. It was in the New York Post. Um. And it's of a, a video, it talks about a video showing a woman being duct taped to a seat. Okay. After trying to open the airplane doors. Ooh. Uh, really?
1: Cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo
0: cuckoo This this gal is definitely cuckoo in the cocoa puffs. Um, matter of fact, hang on a second everybody. I can zoom in on this a little bit. It's a, it's a little it's a blurry photo, but you'll see it in just a hot New York minute. I'm going to show this before I read the article from the New York Post, gang. They're going to like this. Look at this. The woman is duct-taped to the, to the seat. They even duct-taped her mouth, which I don't agree with. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't agree with that. that that's overboard. Tying her down to the seat is one thing. But duct-taping her mouth like that? No. I'm sorry, that's, 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 that's cruel and inhuman punishment, even for, for someone can as I, stupid as her. Can I comment Let me get on that the article? Let's... Go ahead, Gunn. Yeah, well,
3: the reason that they do that is not to panic the rest of the passengers on the airplane. The captain Alrighty. is the PIC. Well, well, they don't need to be more panicked. Okay. The, the captain is the pilot in command. So that's just like on a ship, the captain of a ship. That's his ship. It, he saves what goes on on that ship or an airplane. And if it's a disruption to the rest of the passengers, that could cause even more panic in air, in flight. then Yeah, they, 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 they have the authority to duct, duct tape them. Yeah, you know? keep your ass quiet. Keep your ass sit down and shut up.
0: <laughs> you
1: know?
0: Okay. Duct-taping, again, I disagree. Uh, uh, Duct-taping her to the seat is one thing. That's fine. Keeps her from trying to do anything more destructive uh, actions. But duct-taping her mouth is, in my opinion, cruel and inhuman punishment. Okay? Let her spew. Let her rant and rave. The passengers are already freaked out because she tried to open the fucking doors now let's now let me get to the, let me read the article on this because uh Cherokee Rose uh just asked the question, was she drunk or nuts <laughs> Yeah, let's find out on that one shall we so <laughs> Uh, hold on a second. I gotta fix the size of the uh, page here. There we go. I like the way the New York Post tends to write articles. They get a little humorous at first. Now that's a sticky situation. Get it? Sticky situation. Duct tape. Hmm. Okay. An apparently unhinged woman was duct-taped to an airplane seat last week after she allegedly attacked the flight crew and tried to open the door of the aircraft in mid-flight. video posted on social media showed the gray-haired woman with silver duct tape over her mouth and her arms and body seemingly taped to the seat. She could be heard screaming, You! 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 as passengers excited as passengers exited American Airlines flight 1774 passed her, as flight attendants calmly nodded their goodbyes, according to the footage posted by TikTok user at lol.aree, A-R-I-E-E. The two-hour July 6th flight from Dallas-Fort Worth to Charlotte, North Carolina, had been delayed for at least three hours before it finally departed at midnight. But about an hour into the trip, chaos broke out. At lol.airi, said in subsequent videos describing the hectic scene. Oh, here we go with the scroll not working again. Flighted. Shit. Flight attendants began turning on the lights around 1.30 a.m., she said, and we see all flight attendants running up and down the aisles, frantically, kind of like whispering to each other. And the plane's crew began locking bathrooms, grabbing bags from overhead bins, and wouldn't say what was happening. It was just kind of like chaos and no one knows what was what's going on she she continued Finally the pilot spoke over the over the intercom asking people to stay in their seats and referencing a bad situation in the plane right now according to the passenger Then we gradually started we were then we we're gradually starting to hear more and more screaming and we're like wait a minute she noted just as the plane was about to land a flight attendant who sat near the n- near them explained that a woman with an apparent mental issue had an outburst and like had the urge to get off the plane and she was saying i need to get off this plane and she went up to the exits and started banging on the door, saying, you need to let me off this plane. I guess it took all five flight attendants to subdue her and, like, literally take her down, so she said of the incident, which was first reported by TMZ, they pretty much took her down, put her in the seat, and duct taped her. American Airlines confirmed the incident, telling the Post the woman assaulted and bit a flight attendant after she attempted to open the forward boarding door and was restrained for the safety and security of other customers and our crew. Emergency personnel met the flight on the ground in Charlotte and took the woman to a local hospital, said the airline, who placed her on American's internal no-fly list pending an investigation. Well, I'm going to say it, because Cherokee Rose alluded to it. This woman was clearly batshit crazy.
1: She was nuts.
0: She was out of her tree. Well,
3: well, just a, just a quick note there, real quick. She wouldn't have been successful at opening the door anyway, okay? Because once the airplane's in the flight and it's it's pressurized, you know the cabin is pressurized. You can't mm-hmm. you can't open the door because thing bolts in like a like a vault vault door. They got steel pins. They come out and into the door. where you can't open that damn thing. Imagine if you're standing near near that thing and that door opens. Whoever's not seat-belted in is going to get sucked out. And you better have wings because you're going to learn how to fly the hard way. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> hmm. Mike, any thoughts?
2: Well, I mean, look. Obviously, I I don't want to I don't want to make a joke about this, but obviously. I mean, to me, if I were to, if you were to ask me what party she belonged to, I would say she's a Democrat, but that's that's neither here nor there. She's obviously got more than a screw loose, right? And she needed to go in the hospital. In fact, to me, she almost needs a white coat and a padded room. But that's, that's just me, all right? I mean, they were well within their – now, you're right. They went, they went a little bit too far by duct taping her mouth. Okay, okay. That could have – that could have, you know, that could have
1: –
2: if she had had COVID or whatever, you know, I mean, basically that, that acts like a mask, Right? You're sitting there and yeah, yeah, your nose her nose is free. But but she's trying to you know, you know, trying to talk and say stuff and to do that you have to at least breathe through have to breathe through your mouth some, so yeah. It's like that could have that could have been dangerous and they didn't need to duct tape her mouth, but obviously, one, she's not. She's got a couple of screws loose. Two, if she's not on any meds, she should be. And three, there's even a possibility, like I said earlier, she needs a white coat and a padded room. But that's just me. Back to you, George.
0: Yeah, I mean, on, on this broadcast, I've 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 joked about a thing called Insanity Inc. Where I've, I've often said, and, and, and I'll, I'll, even, I'll even say it right now, real quick. Looking for a great escape? Need to take a vacation when you've lost it all upstairs? Well, at Insanity Inc., we have the most comfortable rooms ever devised. Padding on the ceiling, the walls, and even the floor. Yes, padded for your comfort. And at Sanity, Inc., we spare no expense at making sure you get a restful night's sleep by making sure qualified physicians administer that time-honored sedative Thorazine. So if you're looking for the great escape, if you're looking to get away from it all when you've lost it all upstairs, contact Insanity Inc. today by calling one 900 am nuts That's one 900 am nuts Or you can email them at crazyasabedbug at wacko.org. Now, that's not an actual email address or phone number, but you get the idea. Look, clearly she had some mental health issues, no doubt in my mind. Anybody that's going to go running up and down the aisles, going to the doors and pounding on the doors and saying, let me off this plane, let me off this plane, it's lost a few screws upstairs. And and, and by the way, uh, just to, to, to clarify, so just, just, to, just to, to let Gunslinger know, uh, and all of you know, uh, when it comes to a plane in flight, uh, I do know that they are pressurized. The, the, the cabins are pressurized, and those doors cannot be opened. Because if they, if they could be opened, you, you, anybody not seatbelted in, like Gunslinger said, would be sucked out of that plane so fast, they wouldn't even know what hit them. Okay? It's that, it, it's that serious. So putting her on a no-fly list, great idea. Putting her in a straight jacket, a really good idea. You know, I, I've heard some, some really ridiculous horror stories uh, involving pl- flights over the years, but this takes the cake. Well, finally tonight, before we, we go for the night and go to final thoughts, <clears throat> Gunslinger uh, put something in the uh, Mixler chat room. For anyone who is a fan of Night Court, uh, which starred the late, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, geez. Um,
2: Harry Anderson.
0: Thank you. Harry Anderson who played the uh, judge uh, on that show. Charlie Robinson played the clerk, the court clerk uh, on Night Court. Uh, He played Mac in the 80s and 90s sitcom Night Court. He died on Sunday in Los Angeles due to cardiac arrest and cancer. He was 75. Now, throughout his 50-year career, Robinson appeared in movies such as Secret Santa, the River, Set It Off, Antoine Fisher, Jackson, Even Money, and Miss Letty and Me, and in TV series including Buffalo Bill, Home Improvement, Mom, Heart of Dixie, NCIS, and The Guest Book. Uh, Robinson was born in Houston. Uh, who, he began his career as a theater actor and singer for R&B groups, Archie Bell and the Drells, and Southern Clouds of Joy. In the late 1960s, Charlie attended Chris Wilson's acting school, Studio 7, at the Houston Music Theater. He soon moved to Hollywood and began acting for The screen. In the 1970s, Robinson acted in films such as Sugar Hill's, The Black Gestapo, uh, Carib, uh, A Killing Affair, and The White Shadow. In his later career, he appeared in Beowulf, Male Violence, Male male Violence, whatever, Land of the Free, and Mercy Street. He directed three episodes of Night Court and one episode of Love and War. What is not mentioned in this article, by the way, from Variety, Uh, most recently he was involved in the CBS comedy Mom about a bunch of women uh, dealing with life on life's terms in 12-step recovery, and some of the hilarious things they did in that show were absolutely off the cuff. Uh, Charlie Robinson played a blind tenant in an apartment complex uh, and I remember watching, I, 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 I do watch, that show is, a, I see it on uh, Vaughn.live every now and again, and that's how I know it was him, uh, because he, his name was mentioned as, a, as the character in, in the series. Uh, he, was, he was not a series regular on the show. He made uh, frequent appearances, but he was not a series regular. Charlie Robinson, did at the age of 75. And uh, it's a shame, really. Uh, The woman who played Selma on Night Court passed away years after the series went off the air. Uh, Of course, Harry Anderson, and now now, uh, Charlie Robinson, who played Mac, the, uh, the clerk. All right, so now it is time for the all-important final thoughts. And before we go to final thoughts, I want to thank, I want to give my, uh, um, as always, thank those who joined us tonight, Uh, Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Mike, and Gunslinger, and of course uh, everyone watching and listening by the archives. And uh, Lord willing, I will try to piece together the video episode so that it's, So I can upload it to Rumble, real nice, and so forth. Uh, Keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best on that. I cannot guarantee, however, that it's going to happen. So we'll try. So off to final thoughts we go. And starting us off on final thoughts, I want to go to Mike first, and then the gunslinger, and then I will render mine. So, Mike, your final thoughts for tonight.
1: (laughs) Right,
2: you know. My final thoughts. You would think I'd talk about the stuff, but uh, I just want to touch real quickly on we're losing. We're losing stars, uh, people that we grew up with that we know on TV at at an alarming rate. Now, granted, a lot of these people are older now, and you, you know. This guy, this this actor was seventy five years old. He lived a lot nice long life, and it was probably. I mean, you know, he, he probably could have gotten if, if this hadn't happened. Probably another maybe ten years out of him, maybe. maybe. But uh, but you know, he he lived a nice long life, and. It was maybe his time to go. And uh, off of this particular show, you still have two or three guys that are that were series regulars on this show. You know, that are still living with us, John Ericat. Oh, I'm blanking on on uh, Marky Post and Richard Mall, who all went on to have pretty good careers, who are still with us as we speak, so, and, and like I said, uh, from that, and this is a show that I grew up on, I grew up in the 80s, right, and, and I grew up on shows like that, and Cosby, Cosby show, and all these other shows that all these, these actors are eventually, from those shows are eventually going to pass away, and and it, it's going to be sad. But if they if they've lived a you know a relatively healthy life, I mean, yeah, you've heard of actors that have had their problems with their drugs and and, and drinking and all that stuff. But generally speaking, if they've lived if they've lived to the age of seventy five, eighty years old. They've had a decent life, you know, and so it's just sad to see these guys go that were basically a big part of my life and probably at one point a big part of your life, George, and a big part of Gunslinger's life at one point, you know, for a long time, you know, so rest in peace, Mac, rest in peace. Back to you, George.
0: All right. Gunslinger, your final thoughts.
3: Well, you know, it's it's like I said, these people are it seems like it's getting screwball er every day. Um I don't know what the hell to even think about this shit. I mean, you could do an entire show on this on this COVID vaccine that now they're saying we're gonna go door to door. That's like going door to door and say, uh, I want your guns. Really? <laughs> Uh as the old saying goes, that anybody that will attack a person with anything with harm in their mind, and I don't care what it is, it can be a knife, it can be a baseball bat, it can be a gun, it can be a hypodermic needle. You have a right to defend yourself by whatever means you have to do. okay? You cannot do that. We live in a fucking free country, okay? We don't live in a dictatorship, not yet. Anyway, okay, they can do that shit over there in China and all them other third world shitholes. They are dictators over there. They can go out there and kill their citizens. They can go out there and shoot them in the head. They and they done it more than once. Okay, over here is a little bit different. Okay, we do have the Bill of Rights. We have the Constitution. We have the First Amendment, and we have the Second Amendment, which backs up the First Amendment. You know, we love guns on, on this program, <clears throat> so. It's just—it's uh, amazing how they can get away with this shit, but I don't think they will for very long. <laughs> okay, but that's the way you know. This is how the people wants to—they want to take control. They're control freaks. They're narcissists. Okay, they're—they're—they—they they think control, control. You know, oh, you're the mas- uh, you're the slave and we're the masters. Yeah, well, you better watch out for them slaves because them slaves ain't gonna put up with to it too much longer. Go ahead. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I know what you mean there. Well, in my final thoughts, it has to do with the, um, the FBI asking the American citizens to report family members and friends. And I said at the beginning of this broadcast, in my talking points, that they want to turn us all into snitches. It's more than just that. It's more than that. Believe me. It's it's become a um, it's become a, a, a very insane situation, and that situation is proving, by and large, to be exactly what I fear the government trying to run uh, everything that, that we do and say in this country. Okay? It is by far the most uh, ridiculously political idea that they could ever pull on the American people. So, America, my my advice to you is so simple. If the FBI wants people to report violent extremism, go after Antifa and BLM. There's your violent, homegrown domestic terrorist extremists. Look what happened a year ago in Portland. Look what happened there. Look what happened in the wake of the George Floyd death. Okay, It's really not hard to figure out. People broke into stores, stole merchandise, claiming it as reparations, then they burned the stores. They burned police stations. They committed acts of violence so egregious that it was absolutely insane. Antifa planned the Capitol riot of January 6th. It was planned by Antifa. It wasn't Trump supporters doing it. It was Antifa disguising themselves as Trump supporters. But yet, the Democrats would have you believe otherwise. So when it comes to the FBI reaching out and asking people to quote, report family members and friends, if they exhibit certain traits, certain behaviors, like I said earlier tonight, if Someone happens to be passing in your house and you've got a group of guys over, fellas, and they're they're all cheering for a baseball game or a football game and they're shaking their fists in the air and they're going, yeah, 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 go, go, go. Somebody on the outside can misconstrue that as violent extremist behavior and report it. And in doing so, it could turn someone's or a group of people's lives, upside down and inside out. What has America become as a result of Democrat-controlled nonsense? This call by the FBI is political, and I believe that it is. And it probably will come out in the wash as such. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. One final thing before we go. If you like this show, and you like what we do here, when we bring up what's brought out in the media, and we sit here and dissect it, and we give it to you straight, to the point, and raw, Help us out here by, to stay on the air by sending non-tax-deductible donations. I, I don't have the ability to help, to, to, to help you on that. You can't take this off on your taxes. But if you like what we do, you'll help us out. Go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. That's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online and help us out. Help us to stay on the air. Your donations are appreciated. Believe me. And as always, if they can actually upload proper, I've had some trouble with it lately because some of the files have ended up corrupted and I don't know how that happens, but it does on occasion. Go to rumble.com slash the FFNO IBN. That's rumble.com slash v f f n o i b n and check out the videos on that page check out check out my latest music video I think you'll like it for the comments I made that's the way it is from my perspective I'm George sinzer and this has been Firefox News online from the Firefox News online headquarters in New York Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, with the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until the Tuesday Night Edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. You take care, America. And we'll see you on the Tuesday Night Edition, where we'll do this all over again. (sighs) Aren't you glad we're on? <laughs> I know I am. Uh let me see here. Now in order to do this proper I gotta get to the outro. Oh fiddledy-fi. What I do with it? Let's see here. Hold on a second, folks. I know it's here somewhere. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. Uh Dee 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 There it is. <coughs> Later.